For the audience, I'm checking whether Steve can hear me. I see my name come up, but I I can hear you. Oh. <laughs> Humming, or do we have another another player? Is it Eric? This is uh, Bay. Oh, hey Bay. Hey. You're, you you didn't come up in the. Uh, your little microphone's not coming up, but I hear you loud and clear. Oh, that's that's weird. <laughs> hmm. If you click on the three in the top right, that shows you everyone who's here. Oh, I see. Oh, whoops. Nope, that's not what I meant. Uh, bay! <laughs> <laughs> hey! Okay, I just added you to the player's box. Just some, you know, behind the scenes. Maybe this will get edited out. Maybe not. <laughs> but I think not, because we hear Steve and Munchen. What's what you Munchen on? A grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, that is a good snack. Um. <laughs> Bay, did you have any food today? Uh, actually, I'm about to have a... Uh, Kirkland Complete Nutrition Chocolate Shake with 200 Whoa. calories. Ooh, huh. Wow. All that the nutrition. My, that will be my breakfast. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> are, you, are you enjoying your um, Costco membership? Do you <laughs> get a lot, of, a lot out of it? No. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Costco is like one of those go every like couple months stores and, you know, buy like seven to $800 worth of food groceries. So it's, it's <laughs> you just have to have a large space in your home to be able to store like the massive amounts of bulk purchases you get. Absolutely. And a car to transport those purchases, mm -hmm. unless you use like Instacart, which I don't know if they use cost or they do Costco. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, I've lived in areas where, uh, well, I'm in LA now, so everyone has a car. But in in San Francisco, the Bay Area, well, a ton of people don't have cars, so Costco is like not a thing. Hmm. Well, like um, I'm in I'm in the SF Bay Area, and like Costco is not a thing if you live in San Francisco. Right. But if you like live in the suburbs, like around San Francisco, then Costco is very much a thing. Yeah, that's true. I, I lived in the city and then also Oakland, so I biked around, zipped around. Welcome, David. <laughs> what are you eating, if you can hear me and if you could speak? <laughs> well, he's on mute. I'll share. I'm eating chicken that was just handed to me by my wife, and she does not do all the cooking. I just... <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Debbie, make her do all the cooking. I know. <laughs> Literally, just handed food. Um, no, she's wonderful. Uh, David is grabbing his headphones, so he'll be on in a sec. Uh, yeah. So, 
Hello. 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 Yeah. Okay, uh, okay just checking. This is better. It's Hello. working great. One, two. One, really two. good. You're coming in hot, which is good. <laughs> okay. Oof. Uh, so what? my headphone, my my headphones uh, have been broken. My last headphones. Oh so, yeah. Well, glad yeah. to hear you on new headphones. Oh. What uh? What time is it over there in Peru? Uh, it's uh 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Did you uh? Did you get yourself breakfast or did you uh, eat lunch? <laughs> what did you have? Uh, I got my the the second meal, you know, of the day. Taco Bell, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> that's no, that's you know the. Uh, is Taco Bell like you know breakfast, dinner, <laughs> and lunch? Yeah, and, and, and a fourth meal. meal. <laughs> they are sure. brec. They serve breakfast. They, their sure. lunch. Yeah, they think I think they do, and then their lunch and dinner are the same menu. But they do serve both. And then they have a fourth meal, which is a branding concept that they came up with in the early 2000s, maybe 90s. Hmm. Uh, and that could be anything. That could be a second breakfast or your second um, meal. <laughs> so this is my first Harold. Uh, how is it done? <laughs> well, we will um, be doing some chat, some games. And then the second hour, much like the jam, the, the proper jam, <laughs> the rightful jam, we will then do an hour of heralds, either one long one, two, two shorter ones, one long and one little. Uh, it, it varies. But uh, we usually practice different openings, and um, that's about it. Any other, any other things I missed, Steve? We didn't go over the structure of the herald. <laughs> Just took a big bite, hoping you would say more. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and I was going to do that when we came to it, but I can do it now, too. The Herald. Um, let me just say, I, found, I recently saw um, a, <laughs> an, a San Francisco Improv Festival clip where the committee his old team in, in the Bay Area just gave 45 minutes of like straight crazy Del Close stories. <laughs> I highly recommend it. Uh, and they, they talk about how the name was developed and, and uh, yeah, it's worth checking out 45 minutes though. And they're all very much older citizens who forget that they just said something. So it's interesting. Uh, Steve, thank you for posting the structure in such a concise, concise oh, and beautifully great. structured way. Opener, A scene one, A scene two, A scene three. Group game one, B scene one, B scene two, B scene three. Group game two, and then C scene connections. <laughs> A uh, good 45 seconds there that hopefully you skipped over because uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it again if you're listening in the future. Uh, yeah, so it's, it has an opener that will practice maybe pattern game again. I, I like that propeller last week, and I'll give more on what that is. And then the three scenes, all unrelated, a group game, 
and the return to the scenes and then another group game and then you connect all of them in one or multiple last scene connections at the end of the show if we make it that far but <laughs> okay. but will we even make it that far right now we'll see because first we've got a chat how yeah, I'm not going to say how is everyone's week because <laughs> that is, uh, that's just, uh, yeah, we all know. Um, but what's the thing positive you did for yourself over this weekend? Um, you know, anyone could, could talk. I, um, I'll say I went on a bike ride this morning and last morning and it was really nice and I'm going to start doing it every weekend. I, th- I think oh, so. Right. Yeah. Anyone else do something nice for themselves? self-care oh, uh, uh, I got my new headphones so yeah <laughs> that's a good self-care tip <laughs> definitely it is useful I-, I am beginning classes tomorrow so yeah I have to <laughs> hell yeah where are you doing it through any specific school oh what what sorry mm, sorry are you doing any uh, class, like is it a structured school, like an online school, or is it just a, like an individual it's teacher? University. So I am, you know, it's getting ahead in the courses because it's summer, and yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, I mean, headphones, you gotta, you gotta get headphones, baby. So I'm glad uh, you invested in that for yourself. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Steve, did you do anything there? I was going to say, I think I made it all the way made through through college. I had head, headphones, but not a headset with a microphone. Mm. Because why would, I need, why would you need that? You're not a gamer? Ten years ago? <laughs> Even longer than that. I don't, know how, I don't know how long ago I graduated from college. Um, <laughs> this weekend, wow. I... Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, um, let's see, <laughs> I had something when you were talking about it earlier. <laughs> hey, real okay. joining. Good, good afternoon, Ruth, adding you to the player's box. Welcome. Hello. Well, no pressure, Steve. <laughs> I read comics this morning. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, it doesn't have to be huge. Uh, bike ride is not something monumental. <laughs> Comic book oh, yeah. reading is great. It's pretty great. I they well, I don't know what they're called. They're written by Ivan Brunetti, hmm. who is a comic book artist. <laughs> and they're like they're like kind of like personal kind of comics that he's written. He's I was reading actually an interview him. He's a uh, he, he teach like like teaching comics. He's teaching a course or something somewhere at some university. And so I was reading him being interviewed about that because he was publishing a book for his course. And then I read then like I read his comics and his comics are pretty like extreme. <laughs> so <it's> pretty, <laughs> oh man, he just has like it's like filled with like nudity and blasphemy whoa. and whoa, you know all the great. At- what I looked him up and it came up with like very yep. like child friendly ones of like, like Chris Chris Ware looking things. Yeah, he's uh yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I don't know. The one I got is 
yeah, just some other work of his is pretty. <laughs> oh, I see. Um, for I think, the listener, yeah. um, <laughs> this is one I found. Um, it's um, it's a lot. Um, if you um, if you're triggered by stuff, um, don't don't open this link that I'm posting in this in this chat. Dun, dun, dun. Um, I'll I'll describe it for the audience. Um, <laughs> There's a naked man, and he says, "Phew!" And the naked man has like a a sweet a, a sweat bead rolling down his head, and his brows are furled. Uh, like furled naked man is the name of the superhero. No. <laughs> oh my god! It's just Shoot. one man, uh, and he's holding a head, severed head. Jesus. I wonder if maybe he put me on his shit list, quote unquote. Because he overheard me tell that joke about people with speech impediments. Wow! <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Well, so that, you know, that's him. That's like, a picture of himself. That's so. yeah. watered down, you know, version of what happens in, you know, in that case. <laughs> that that has happened. I have I have read. Jeez, man. What? <laughs> someone having a skull fucking someone? <laughs> yeah, I I I I was. Hmm. I wasn't sure if that was what was taking place. I was just going to assume he was holding it. But yes, he is uh, holding it near his uh, crotch area. <laughs> so he's oh, um, anywho, that's a great um, way to start your morning. Did you read it this morning? Uh, <laughs> I was continuing to read it. It's kind of long. The whole, it's, the whole book yeah. is called Misery Loves Comedy. Nice. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, now I'm very curious. I'm gonna check him out. Not because of that comic, but because uh, of the other stuff that's coming up. It it's actually very unique. It's very, it's very good and like thoughtful and like, mm-hmm. like I don't know, self-revealing and philosophical at the same time. And at the, yeah, but at the same time, it's like yeah, he's stuff like that in there over and over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, this one, which um. Yeah, I wonder. I'm wondering what his uh, uh, philosophy is. <laughs> There's two women. They're standing next to a machine that has a saw and a bunch of knives and uh, like uh, just a bunch of implements to chop stuff off with. <laughs> and you and it says and it, it has like a chain, a ball and chain, spiked ball and chain coming out of it, which is interesting. Uh, you should see what it does to cock, and the women are laughing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> What's funny is like I could like there's this other uh, one called Angry Youth Comics, and that one is like has even less of like a kind of you know reason for being or like a I don't know like a philosophical kind of validity behind it in any way if you want to call it that like so i don't know there's also this this um this uh, documentary on amazon called uh i think it's called boiled angels boiled angel or boiled angels and this is guy in the 90s in the early 90s he's the only american i think he's is he i think he might be the only american 
comic artist or maybe the only American artist ever who has been char- successfully charged for obscenity. Whoa. And Ooh. yeah. And only uh, yeah, it might. So I mean, you got to listen. If 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 I, it might be artist or it might be comic artist, because if it's just a comic book artist, hmm. you'd be like, well, hmm. that's a little bit more narrow. But like, mm-hmm. yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, this was like in the early '90s, and he had yeah, he had, his comic was called Boiled Angel, and like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a bunch of fucking like, yeah. It's, it's a documentary about it, or it's yeah, it's, it's a documentary called Boiled Angels. That's a documentary. That's also the, his. Uh, he had a zine. Nice. Called that. It says, yeah, he he was a prime candidate for banning in the '90s, and he yeah fought a long legal legal battle with the aid of a comic be- a comic book legal defense fund, which yeah. he eventually lost. He was sentenced hmm. to three to community service and three years of supervised probation. Could could he not draw the comics anymore? Was that part yeah. of the... the? Yeah, the craziest thing was like, yeah, they talk mm. about it. Like he literally, mm. they, the FBI could literally knock on his door and seize anything that he had drawn. Wow, <laughs> oh, man! Oh shit! Yeah, the thing is that that I don't I don't think that ever happened because he like after the trial like he immediately went to New York, and they had like some problems kind of you know. Uh, making like he had to do some of the stuff. Like for example, the, mm-hmm. the the comic book legal defense fund paid his legal bills, and then he volunteered with them in because of the community service or whatever the hell they they assigned to him too. He like mm-hmm. like so. Mm-hmm. And also, by the way, the comic book legal defense fund. I have a T-shirt of theirs, which is that's cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. Wow. I um, I'm. This is interesting history of like wow he good for him for doing what he did and martyring himself <laughs> oh yeah people hmm. some, some some of the other comic book artists they interviewed are like well you know when i talked to him afterwards he he was always just so matter of fact about everything and i always got this sense from him that he was like yeah, you know, I mean, I was asking for it. <laughs> like, yeah, like he right. totally understands. Like, oh. hmm. there's hmm. literally, I, I'm looking oh. at a picture. <laughs> Trigger warning again. I don't know what this was. <laughs> I, I, this is just beyond. Um, it's it says swallow sperm, and all of the words are themselves like yeah, cocks, like severed cocks, and no, some of them are vaginas, I think, and. Uh, it says, um, yeah, swallow sperm, and there's three pick people, and they're part of some. It's like very Cronenberg esque, where they're a part of some sort of a huge being, um, but there's one big uh, penis uh, ejaculating on all of them. Uh, actually, there's three. Uh, and they look like- <laughs> actually. Won't say what the what it says. <laughs> Dude, no. no. This this album cover is why I watched this documentary. This is an album cover you're looking at, by the way. Holy shit. So listen to that. <laughs> also, <laughs> like I mean, he didn't. He, he's the, he he's just the artist for the album cover, but like because I was reading a re- review of this album, and uh, but anyway, and you know the the reviewer mentions that this guy did the album album art, and so I looked that up, but. Um, yeah, listen to just one song of that album. I, I promise you it'll be unlike anything you've ever heard. And it's pretty wow. funny. It's, it's hilarious. Years from now, Eric is going to be 
defending this whole website for <laughs> what we're saying today, what will transpire in this episode. Yeah. It's all on the internet. <laughs> uh, David asks for those listening, all that we are talking about will be used in the Herald, right? Yes, all of it is fair game. Oh, all oh. of life is fair game mm-hmm. for Harold. Um, <laughs> so if any of this speaks to you, um, <laughs> feel free to bring it in to, to, the, to the show. Uh, <laughs> Ruth, Bay, any thoughts? Uh, anything you've... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, or... At least you just think of... Uh free speech and um you know i I mean i don't want to i mean i I don't want to say i'm a leftist i think my leftist friends would would chuckle at that but but um you know something like parlor there's a so there's a conservative um oh yeah uh you know a social network kind of service that that it's in might get shut down and i'm just curious of like what is so frightening about speech and there's something to you know, I think Mein Kampf wasn't sold in Germany, maybe, or um, just banning things. Uh, it just really, I, I really, I have a lot of, uh, um, I don't know if they're conflicting opinions or views, but they're kind of, un, they're kind of uh, still gestating. I, I feel, yeah. you know, on one hand, there's things I don't like to be around in the same way I might not want to go to like, I mean, nothing against Slipknot, they're tremendous artists. I just probably wouldn't go to one of their concerts uh, I'd probably go to like a Grateful Dead concert, let's say. But I, yeah. I think they should both be allowed to play. So I don't, you know, if something's inciting <laughs> violence, where do you draw the line? I just have a lot of right. thoughts on this stuff. So yeah, totally. yeah, yeah it's, just, it's a good dilemma. It's pretty, it's pretty absolutely complex. dilemma. Yeah, yeah it's well, yeah, like it's something that that's what I'm saying. Yeah. it's not something we'll solve today. I'll say that. Oh, it would be interesting. Yeah, if we can come up with a solution um, by the end of uh, the next hour, I would, uh, yeah, I think Eric will get a lot of money. (laughs) Uh, Most listened to episode. Uh, Yeah, dude, I mean, it's something that, it's something that has been dealt and grappled with since, you know, the start of the republic and democracy. (laughs) To be be tripe and just repeat what, you know, has been said forever. It's like, yeah, freedom of speech versus like security is like such a central question of what do you give up? But <laughs> we're uh, we're living in the dark night, you guys. <laughs> there's there's hmm. jokers all around us, and uh, 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 we're we're gonna we're gonna turn on the uh, that machine that reads all the cell phones. <laughs> you know what I'm talking oh, about? Uh-oh. When when. Oh, uh, yeah, in the Dark Knight, when uh, when he gets but the that's machine, real life. <laughs> right? I know. Big shift. No, I mean, <laughs> there is a machine that can read all of our cell phones and develops 3D images of where we are at all times. I'm. That's oh, all I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it. That's what the central thesis of that movie is even if it's said it in a very uh blockbustery way of what if if we're confronted with like the most vile shit and like the most like insane people that are just insane 
how do we deal with like giving them the same freedoms that we afford all people? At what point do we like draw like cross a line where we're impeding on freedom to preserve security? Yeah, no, I love what you're saying. I love what you're saying. <laughs> I really do, and I I think I'm agree in agreement of of, of how, a great way to pose it, and that's a great frame. Um, I like it a lot. Um, yeah, I would, I would. Oh yeah. No, no, go for it. Well, I mean, I would, I would just say, like, the metaphor I think of, because yours is awesome, and I'm not trying to replace it, but, uh, <laughs> not, not, but um, so I think of it like, you know, chickens clucking in a little chicken pen, and they're just clucking along, you're just watching them, they're making noise, they're doing their whatever, and then one of the chickens clucks something, and they all start chittering and chattering and shaking and fluttering their feathers, and then you know, and so I'm like, are we going to outlaw that kind of cluck? Are we right. saying, like, that is the instant, like, to me, it, it seems like, and so I'm a, I'm a, oh God, I'm a trans woman, you know, I use she, she, her pronouns, you know, I get, uh, you know, I, uh, I reap what I sow in so many ways, but in terms of, you know, I'm not expecting people to, I can't get, if I'm, if I get shaken every time someone tries to cluck with me, then I'm, then I'm not probably going to last that long. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. not in a, I'm strong kind of way, but just like in a in a, uh, in a, you know, natural physics type of way. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Anyway, I, I want to stop talking. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I took well, a nice little walk this morning. It was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> right. Physical, just be, get outside. No, but I get what you're saying. And yeah, you don't have to continue down this road. Cause yeah, it was very personal. And thank you for sharing. Um, it, yeah. it, 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 it's, yeah. I'll say, Check out people that have been talking about this for for a few years now. Um, just like the, and they're very aware of this. Uh, they bring up this debate often. Um, the QAnon Anonymous podcast slash Twitch show. Uh, big fan of their stuff. QAnon Anonymous. Yeah, uh, they are three. Uh, I don't want to say hipster comedians. <laughs> That's a, a weird way of framing it. I don't know. Um, three three um, now middle-aged men um, who have subjected themselves. Yes. Um, <laughs> sometimes they do have facial hair like that. Um, who have subjected themselves to just the most ignorant and idiotic bullshit uh, to really show how, um, you know, we've gotten to the point that we are as a Wednesday. And it's like a very interesting and just, I don't know, frightening in that it's like, how do you control this kind of stuff uh, thing where they explore the people that were there on Wednesday, especially that guy that has the, uh, the sheep horns or whatever horns and he was shirtless. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people were saying he was <laughs> he was um, a like a, a leftist in Antifa, uh, if you will. And uh-huh. he is in fact a huge Q guy, a huge uh-huh. QAnon guy. Uh, uh-huh. And he came at it, I think, from probably like a more and, and this is like a thing within it of like a spiritual slash leftist thing of we got to free the world from these evils and blah, blah, blah. You can look up into Q. I won't go into, mm-hmm. this won't become a Q mm-hmm. podcast, but mm-hmm. it's huh. basically like, uh, well, just, I'm leaving. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I'll just summarize <laughs> saying, like, we, we've gotten to this point because these people were allowed to go into some crazy shit. And you can listen to last week's episode when we talk about cults of, like, Man, when you let people, you know, pursue pursue these like extreme thoughts, it leads to some extreme stuff, and it's sad. And like, mm. it's mm-hmm. it's a weird like. Where do you draw the line? Again, yeah, we're gonna if we start policing one side, saying you know, believing that the Democratic Party eats children, and we're all going mm-hmm. to live in heaven on earth if. Trump like brings us heaven because he's the like the mm-hmm. next Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we allow people to believe that in mass, we get what happens on Wednesday. Like it's just you know just crazy yeah. allowed to take over. I, I'm so, pretty sure this will be like the the big debate of this year because of oh, you know sure. events. This has yeah. to be yeah, like talking college schools. Oh. This will be talking about. I'm pretty oh. sure. This ain't this ain't ending in ten days. No, sure. absolutely sure. not. So uh, yeah, go for it, Steve. <laughs> I was just going, I don't know if this is. I get this sense, and I'll just throw this out there. Like with the coming of the internet and like the the whole free speech debate and everything. Like <laughs> I, I look at these things like like you know boiled angel or like okay you know por- pornography in the the 90s and before and obscenity at that time as Mm. well like Mm. i like all all of those things any kind of there there were attacks right in in those earlier decades against pornography and obscenity and blasphemy and stuff by by legal means okay and it feels very those always felt to me um as an attack like i mean as an attack on artists and it kind of feels like Mm. uh like a leftist sort of, to me, it always felt like sort of like a leftist thing mm, because, mm. because the conservatives are the, the family values, despite the fact mm. that like the Gore was the video game, right? It's the face of the video game censorship thing. Um, <laughs> the, but, but it always, it always, it always felt more like it's coming from conservative sides, but from the, and then with the internet, all of those things are available now. It's like 100% anything kind of, you know, censorship mm. in that direction is not even it's like it's impossible there's definitely it's it's not like going to happen because of the internet it just isn't so it kind of feels like that sort of direction has won you can look up mike the, the boiled angels thing on google and we find stuff immediately you know mm-hmm. some of these things were, were the like in the first google search you get stuff that was li- literally like on display in the courtroom you know when yeah. they were talking about uh, so that's it's crazy. like that's cool that's interesting yeah so i that's think those cool. those kind those controversial aspects of free speech, obscenity, blasphemy, um, what was the other one? And pornography are like, it's over like that. Those aren't, those aren't, but on the other, like the, the, the hate speech one, especially like, you know, mm-hmm. like racism mm-hmm. and stuff um, mm-hmm. or like homophobia and those sorts of things, you know, kind of feel more like they, they come from the, the, right now I feel like they come from the conservative angle. And that's why this kind of shift has occurred where there was a sort of free speech, like there was a way that leftists and things were tr- trying to defend, w- would defend free speech and would fight for it and all this stuff. But it's like they've won. And since they've won, it seems like the only type of speech that's left that's controversial now is the hate speech. But the, the, but the problem with hate speech is that it does incite violence. 
and yeah. it's been shown to incite violence. And that's what mm. makes it different. And of course, mm. hard to categorize and certainly yeah. things are violent. Mm. Um, you know, it's like, where is this violence directed? It's like weird to look at it like pieces of art and say, what, what type of violence is this directed at? Because certainly, uh, you know, people have created forms of art uh, with unintentionally like, in, like people, hmm. or, or at least like the, 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 the you know, just hmm. riling people up. I'm thinking of like, what was I just thinking? About? As it probably like, um, as it stopped, like, like intentionally, or you're saying they've unintentionally, accidentally. Okay, yeah. Uh, what was I? Um, I'm thinking of like. Like the Dead Kennedys had like a, a song like "Kill the Poor," right? Yeah. And obviously sarcastic, but then they like what happened. The result of that was that they had a whole bunch of Nazis come to their shows, and then later they had a, sh- a song called "Nazi Nazi Punks Fuck Off." Um, so it's like you can have unintentional reactions to things that you don't in- in- intend to have if you're, you know. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. So but I don't. know. That's how I kind of feel like. But definitely that, that whole thing about the free speech, like the conser- it's like for the free speech, the people who are always saying we need free speech is like the conservatives because it is the only speech they're trying to defend. That's like controversial is like when you get into hate speech and stuff right, right now. Mm-hmm. Because they certainly like con- conservatives throughout, you know, I don't think they have, if you look at the like past century, they don't have a good track record of being the ones for free speech. And then suddenly <laughs> it's like this hate speech and they're all about it. It's like... People might have that perspective. You don't have that perspective if you're younger or if you're stupider. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, in the case of Peru, uh, the only like uh, limitation I think we have on free speech is that uh, we cannot do like apologies for terrorism. Like mm. uh, that, mm. uh, 20 years ago, we had this uh, in- intern warn between, you know, uh, Sendero Luminoso and the state, uh, you know, uh, horrific stuff between both of those. They almost did like the, did not the same amount of people. So yeah, it's, but uh, in one hand, you cannot uh, apologize for the terrorists, but you can do for the government. Uh, well, both of them did like a uh, terrorist state things. It's like uh, Algeria, if you have seen, you know, uh, know the history of there. Oh, man. They well, you know, the the quick speech school, uh, school and the state like wipes out the whole town because they suspect ten of them are terrorists. They wiped them out. And, yeah. Really? Oh golly. Yeah, man. It's, well, it's like if, um, pretty much. Yeah, if we want to go down that route, <laughs> opening up an uh, even bigger worm can uh, can oh, of worms. Sorry, I deviate, you know, from the free speech. No, no, it's no. I mean, yeah, it's it's related, and it's kind of relevant to Wednesday or is super relevant. Yeah. Uh, can you like uh, support terrorism in, in the U.S. or you get no. arrested? You would get no. arrested. Yeah. yeah. You and the the debate is whether to call them terrorists. And I would say yes, they were. Um, and, but, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> thank God we don't have the law here. Because yeah, you should be able to still criticize the government in in, in I mean I'm a, I'm a socialist and I think a lot of what the government does is awful. But then also I am in support of big government. <laughs> like 
it, and you you can have opposing views because you're looking at something that it hopefully can happen in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, in our current state, our yeah. government has carried out you know what could be labeled as terrorist attacks in other know. countries. <laughs> at least oh, with, well, I mean, with like CIA like uh, subversion so. and right. like that I would consider, you know, like an act of terrorism against another country, not against ourselves. I was going to like kind of disagree with this characterization that if you're a socialist, then you're for big government. Because like, if you look at this situation, like, I mean, first of all, like conserve, like conservatives who are for small government are like very in, like not 100% against the like military industrial complex, which is probably the biggest big government and biggest big problem of our government. But if you're, if you're a socialist, you're, I mean, like you're all like, the bottom line that I always see is like, well, sure, people who are for small government are really good at seeing how, you know, the government is like always kicking our teeth in, but they're always ignoring how corporations are kicking our teeth in. And if we're going to take on the corporations, we have to have a government that, you know, has the ability in order to do that. And like, like, so you you can't, and, and besides, we're in a in a society that is able to create like computers and cell phones and, and rockets to the moon. Okay. All of those <laughs> things are complicated and yeah. therefore our government by necessity is going to have to be, have a lot of structure, have a lot of bureaucracy and moving parts and be complicated. <laughs> it's completely unavoidable. And, and, right. so, and like, so it's, you know, if you don't recognize that, well, like, what are, what else are you asking for? Because those, those people who are those small government types, they, they just seem to be asking for, they don't want any social program. They don't want the government right. to do anything to benefit minorities is the real fucking result. Exactly. When, you, yeah, yeah. when you do, when you do polls, it shows exactly that people support, you know, um, you know, social policy. Yeah. Up until it mentions that it might benefit, uh, you know, uh, black people or whatever the fuck. So, right. you know, Fuck those people and fuck that dichotomy is what I'm saying. Fuck those people. I 100% agree, and I'll reveal. And I, I've I've brought it up before. I'm I got my master's in public administration, which is basically oh, right. uh, how to do bureaucracy. <laughs> like, 100% yeah. what it is. I am a defender of bureaucracy till the end of my days. Um, so yeah, no, I I think um, you know, it's definitely an interesting. You, the dilemma that the the conservative Republican Party is in now, where they're like trying to yeah maintain their images, but it's like all falling apart because they're like the real things that they believe in are coming to the surface, like to yeah. bite them in the ass, and it's just like, I mean, we've we've been calling it out, and you guys either were leading the charge with these with mm. these rhetoric mm. or like just not saying anything, which is now pretty much just boring because you allowed it to happen. Like that's where the censorship should have come in, not from Mm -hmm. like outside influences, but rather within like more (laughs) moderate, quote unquote, uh, members of the party and like within those, those like families of the people that have, you know, fallen into like a cult, they should have, like there's a lot of, places where censorship can happen without the government and without, yeah, or corporations. Although I think uh, parlor being taken down is, is good. I'll just say briefly, I worked for the anti-defamation league and I had to like sit through uh, like like the Jewish organization, I think. Yeah. 
And they have, and I've said this before, they have their own political issues, but the work I was doing was very interesting and very good in that we were like pretty much providing the FBI with uh, the Proud Boys and all these other, Adam Waffen, these very far right, like white supremacist organizations spewing really nasty shit. Um, And there were people that were, you know, very easily accessing that stuff and it was like like very much uh, melting their brain <laughs> like I know when I did it just even a few like hours a week it melted my brain and so like if you're a, like a 20 year old or like a 16 year old and you start consuming this nonstop, it like it'll fuck with you and so I think removing that from such easy access is a good thing <laughs> David says this herald will likely melt my brain too. <laughs> I will put a warning. Hopefully, you know this. This episode is going to melt your brain. We couldn't <laughs> avoid this topic. Everyone has to reckon with what is happening in society as of this week and the past four years and the past 20 years and uh, who knows even though before now before then how long this has been an issue but uh, mm. definitely scary times <laughs> scary times indeed hmm. so did anyone uh, else do anything nice for themselves <laughs> anyone well uh, you know I I discovered that the nor films have the the base the suggestion titles, all of them <laughs> great names. Yeah, like give me a number. I have a, a one hundred list of nor films. Give me a, so give me a number uh, from one to to ten. Seven. One to ten. Seven. Yeah, seven. Uh, again, from one to ten. Five. 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 Seven didn't count. Uh, <laughs> I think. Five, five. Uh, man out. Yeah, what happened to seven though? What happened to seven? Yeah, okay. Seven, seven. Okay, seven, seven. Uh, breathless. You know, this this is great suggestions. You know. <laughs> breathless. It's, it's a French movie. Uh, breathless. Uh, in French is uh, a bootless shoe or something. I I don't know French too much. Fantastic film. Um, I, I think say, I've uh-huh. heard of that. Yeah, it's a it's one of the best. Um, definitely uh, plug for Criterion Collection uh, here. <laughs> uh, Breathless is part of it. Uh, last night I watched um, Bicycle Thieves. Um, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, check out Canopy uh, on your computer or a streaming device mm-hmm. and you can connect it with your library account and sometimes those libraries will give you free films uh, through Canopy. So check it out. That's just here. Yes. Thank you. I have Canopy. I like it. Hell yeah. It's great. <laughs> uh, Mesh, what did you eat? Yes. And what's one nice thing you did for yourself this week? And what do you think about freedom of speech versus security? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good uh, one to pre joke. Yeah. These are some, these are some, uh, some heavy questions, man. 
I'll write them down because I know I spitfired them to you. What did I say? Okay. Yeah, it says, uh, what did I eat? Uh, <laughs> like, when? <laughs> like, this, this week? What, right. or, or no, what's one nice I thing I did this week? Sport. Uh, well, that could be, it could be the same thing. Sometimes you got to treat yourself. Actually, that's one thing I'll add to the list. I got myself a really good pastrami sandwich from Tops. Uh, if you're in the LA area, check out Tops. They're a classic uh, mm-hmm. burger joint that does really good pastrami. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So they are separate things, but they could have been the same thing. You might have gotten yourself a nice piece of pie. Um, a milkshake. <laughs> Just thinking of <laughs> diner food now. Um, well, I, I, uh, I definitely have been limiting my uh, my trips outside of my house, <laughs> so I haven't really uh, gone out <laughs> much <laughs> in the past few months. <laughs> yeah, good job. Uh, but yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did I eat? I, I haven't really eaten much today. I, I, I ate a granola bar. Good. <laughs> uh, What's, what brand? Because uh, it's. I think it was a Cliff Bar. It's a Cliff Bar. Yeah. They're good. They're good. I was gonna say some of those some of those snack bars. They're whack. Steve asked uh, at number four, which is good because I forgot about this question. What are your overall impressions of the French New Wave film movement? Um, Uh, It's uh, good. Uh, no, I, I like the French. Is, it, is this basically ca- catching me up on the conversation? Is that what this is? <laughs> it is, yeah. but we want to hear your side of things. We want to hear what mm. Mesh thing. Mesh's corner. Uh, I, you know, I, I like the French Jew wave. I I think a lot of people, uh, like what I, back when I, I don't know, the last time I... Uh, kind of read anything about the French New Wave. I've, I feel like there's kind of this debate about Godard versus Truffaut. You know, like they say Truffaut is the real genius. He, you know, like he he he's creating real cinema. Godard, he was uh, that was that was just fake. That was just, like that was that was trash. That's what a lot of critics seem to say. And I, I, I disagree with that. I think, yeah, like I think Godard. I think I think he's. I think his what he's. Uh, I think his stuff is really, uh, even though it's kind of avant-garde and and maybe it was not everything was completely planned out meticulously the way Truffaut does it. I still I think it's it's uh, definitely so, you know very influential and. Uh, interesting. I love both. <laughs> I see no yeah. problem. I both. Yeah. I agree so with I, you. I, I lean more towards uh, Kufo because he's like more cheerful. Because I think he hated people <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's like this smart teacher, but who, you know, is, is, a, is a good teacher, but a good asshole to, you know. And Rufu is, yeah, you know, he, he can hug you and that's that's cool. That's I like it more. Is Godard more the intellectual and Truffaut the more bohemian? Uh, intellectual? Right What's intellectual? Intellectual. Ah, intellectual? Yeah, intellectual. Is that ah, right? That, I don't know. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, he's more intellectual, you know, uh, he's more avant-garde, uh, you know, detached, um, you know, experimental. And um, Bohemian, Bohemian is like cheerful, like playful. Oh. <laughs> uh, like, la bo Bohem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me let the exact definition is because, um, you know, it's like, Truffaut like deals with some themes sometimes, you know, uh, you know, how to, you know, if, uh, get a kid into society and make it well, or, you know, Nazis in Paris in, you know, discrimination and all but you know he's yeah. i feel love when i see his films you know that's like love prevails more hmm. even though yeah. you know in those circumstances so that that's why I like it's you know it doesn't ignore the the bad things but you know there's love at the end hmm. so yeah that's, well like how about this Bohemians, according to Wikipedia for Bohemianism, Bohemians were associated with unorthodox or anti-establishment political or social viewpoints, which were which often were expressed through free love, frugality, mm. <laughs> and in Frugal. some cases, yeah, and in some cases, simple living, van dwelling, or voluntary poverty. Hmm. I don't yeah. know. He's cool. <laughs> He's cool. He's it's cool. Yeah, no, I mean, check out any of those. Again, if you have a library uh, card, uh, some of those can connect to Canopy, and you can check out all of these wonderful films and more. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> so, we chatted. We have Mesh. We heard his thing. We didn't hear what was a nice thing he did or what are his thoughts on oh. security <laughs> but hey maybe maybe he'll come up naturally maybe he'll just say them <laughs> at the end maybe won't, we won't ever find out that's okay <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I want to mention the comic I mentioned for the, the Ivan Brunetti comic oh, yeah. I got I got on the the Hoopla app, which is like, oh, hell yeah. which is like Canopy, but a little bit different. Huh. Check out it's Hoopla free. and get yeah, yeah a bunch of comics. I've been uh, I was reading uh, Amazing Spider-Man from the beginning. Oh, the first one's not so great, mm-hmm. and then by issue like really? twelve or so, it picks up. He, he is just so annoying. Like Peter Parker himself is just so. I don't know. I know I get what he's he's encompassing the times. Yeah. But, but but like within a year he becomes way more like the jokey Spidey and you know, it's like bad jokes, but it's it's oh. who it's like good versus I don't like know. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know how far I've gotten into those original comics, but I always really liked the first few because you, you really do get this sense like they're trying to write a teenager. Right. Like as a yeah, which is which I think they kind of get even in like the first few. 
Oh, for like, sure. And yeah. I think that's, yeah, I think that's the issue with me is that they were a little too accurate in that he's just <laughs> a plain Jane, just like really, I don't know, like he gets picked on, of course, and like it's like you feel like it's just a sign. Yeah. But within like yeah 10 episodes he he becomes a little more relaxed i'd say a little more confident uh and so he he becomes more likable <laughs> as a spider-man more likable the, the, uh-huh. yeah the likable spider-man he was, he was unlikable <laughs> at the beginning check it out i mean okay. like steve said it's he he's uh very much encompassing the times of what kind of teenager goes to high school and is good at science and is like very white and it seems like kind of Christian and like he's just very Wasn't straight he Jewish? <laughs> I don't think he is. Never yeah, I don't well, that, that's, no, that's that's the uh, that's the the new or the the what what was it called the uh, Into the Spider Verse the uh, that oh, yeah. verse, that guy yeah. <laughs> But that was a, that was from the that was from the multiverse. That oh. was the, that was the, <laughs> the, the Jewish Spider-Man. John Mulaney oh. Spider-Man for sure is a Jewish Spider-Man. Well, we know, uh, we know he doesn't eat he doesn't eat, he doesn't eat pork or bacon. For sure. <laughs> not a not a cannibal. <laughs> you know, I I. I, I like this is like totally off topic, but like I, I I've heard that uh, part of the the it, like if you want to talk about the reason why uh pork was outlawed in biblical times uh some people think it was because pork meat was similar to human meat <laughs> and it was no way. it was it was like a, a way of uh you know mm. not condoning cannibalism because i guess maybe there were I don't know. There were like people at that time, pagan religions were the like there were cannibals. I don't know. Gateway meat to <laughs> Well I mean, I don't it's, know. Uh, I mean, that sounds interesting. I've uh uh there's like body organ transplants with pigs, isn't there? Like pig parts working yes. humans. Yeah, so yeah. I mean yeah. Maybe they <laughs> Ancients, so yeah. I got a I got a root canal once where they put uh, pig tissue into my mouth. Really? No. Yeah, they they said it was like uh, they they put uh, like pig pig something and then they mix it up and then that that pig stuff grows with your mouth and that's wow. how the root canal was uh, was fixed. Wow. Like, uh, like, like stem uh, cells or something. <laughs> pig stem cells. It's still so there. Pork is like uh, the last millennium uh, wheat, you know, gateway. <laughs> Egg white. <laughs> like, yeah, when we, uh, huh? yeah, maybe cannibalism will be popular again. I don't know. Hell yeah. You know, th- th- that's that's one thing when when you know how like now there's companies that are uh, trying to make lab grown meat. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Like yeah. this is a thing now. Like. Like right now, the the cost is prohibitively expensive. Like it costs like a thousand dollars worth of laboratory 
uh, time, uh, you know, laboratory processing to get one burger, you know, but they, eventually costs will come down and they'll have lab grown meat. And a lot of people were, were immediately like, well, I mean, could you, could you make panda meat? Like artificial uh, panda meat or whoa. other endangered animals or human mammoth. meat, yeah, right? Mammoth, oh, yeah, really extinct good. animals, yeah. Wow. What would we like to eat a T Rex? T Rex steak, right? My God, T Rex steak, dinosaur. <laughs> I think that like the Flintstones. I think it's all though. I would rather like create like Willy Wonka a new meat, like like a new firm, <laughs> like. Me, like the ultimate meat. Why not? It reminds, it reminds me of the uh, Hitchhiker's. Maybe it's one of the books in the series, but they uh, they're at a re- maybe it's the second book, but they're at a restaurant and uh, the, the they bring out like the pig and it's still alive and it's like it wants to be eaten and it's like telling people like uh, it's like you maybe you'll like some of my tenderloin, and it's like I don't want to, I don't want the the dinner to tell me that it wants to be eaten, and then like well, it's, been, it's been bred to be it, it's 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 been bred to want this. This is all it knows. Like, are you gonna deny it's one true you know what it wants? Uh, yeah, really, I really recommend. It. Yeah. Uh, I became vegetarian for in college for environmental reasons, but the big thing was my friend my best friend from high, like middle school, he, uh, uh, he's been frugal and bought like a pork roast that had like, I think you were supposed to prepare it more. And he just put it in the oven and under, like definitely undercooked it, but it came out and the skin was all like brown, but like you could see all of the hairs, like all of like the still, like he didn't. I think you were supposed to like remove the top layer of like skin because there was still like hair everywhere. It was the most disgusting. Like I was like, this is what pork is. Like it's just a hairy under under the hair and under like a human's flesh. It, yeah, it would look exactly the same. It's Anywho. Uh, become vegetarian, folks. Not if you like don't want to, but it is a good thing. But I, I am keto right now. I just ate a bunch of chicken, so <laughs> I'm not oh, gonna be vegetarian anytime soon. Um, let's see. Ooh, we're <laughs> we're at one p.m. So let's move into some long form. Today I won't put a buffer. Anything we talked about. Talk about it in the Herald. Talk about it in the opening. Talk about it in the group game. Talk about it after the show. It's all up for grabs, baby. Real quick, sorry. I, I uh, that uh, that uh, that scene from the Hitchhiker's Guide that Ruth brought up. Like I, I knew what she was talking about. I, I had to go and uh, look it up, like look up this quote because I, I don't know. I just like. I don't know if this is the exact, this is the quote I was thinking of, but like, I'm just going to post it here. Like, like basically. Let me read it out loud for the audience. Are you going to tell me, said Arthur, that I shouldn't have green salad? Well, said the animal, I know many vegetables that are very clear on that point, which is why it was eventually decided to cut through the whole tangled problem and breed an animal that actually wanted to be eaten. 
speechless. And here I am. Empathetic. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> uh, awesome. Hell yeah. Hitchhiker's Guide is awesome. Yeah, Check it out on uh, can, uh, not, uh, Hoopla. <laughs> At your library. That's a funny book, I think, right? Hell yeah. yeah. It's one of the best. It's one yeah, of the best. that's... Yeah, I have to read it. That's that's the only kind of book I tolerate. You know, if I laugh. Do you like Sonic? Sonic, Sonic, and I'm gonna embarrass myself because I'm a huge fan, but I don't know. I've never known how to say it. Sonic, you, Sonic, gut. Sonic, Sonic, yeah. Yeah. That's how they say it in the movie Back to School with <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. Where Kurt Vonnegut makes an appearance. He's in the movie. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. It's good, though. <laughs> uh, it's good now. Let's see. I'm looking at Pattern Game to see if I can give a more coherent and structured explanation because last week I did a bad job, but we discovered something great. But I kind of want to play do, do, the, do the structure before we, we set out into our own structure. So the pattern game will be our opening. Uh, for those listening, for those here who uh, might need a refresher, the Herald, it is an opening, followed by three distinct scenes pulling from that opening, followed by a group game that potentially could pull from the opening. We re- then revisit the three scenes, either moving forward in time or analogously in time. So I guess another dimension of that same scene. Uh, and then after those three scenes are once again revisited, we do another group game followed by a final series of scenes or one final scene where we connect it all together. We connect the opening ideas and with the scenes and the scenes uh, converge into one where uh, the theme of the show will shine brightly upon us all. So um, that's, that's the idea. Hopefully we'll get to some semblance of that, which I'm sure we will. Uh, the pattern game is the opening we'll do, and it's a specific opening where you take the suggestion, which with most openings you take a one-word suggestion. It could be anything at all. And you try to move away from the word as much as possible to find ideas uh, and groups of ideas that can be played out in the scenes. Uh, the structure is uh, you get a word, you say words that make you think of that same word, you find a premise, which is called a room. This is a lot of talking, so we'll see how much of this is retained. Uh, you find a room where you explore that idea, and then you come back to the original word and move on to another uh, clover, if you will, of that same in that same process of finding rooms until you have uh, uh, hopefully around five ideas that you've explored within this group and within this opening. So to make sense of that nonsense word salad, you uh, can take the word uh, litter. Litter makes me think of cat. Cat, tree, tree, fireman. Uh, a fireman acts. Uh, acts who, uh, <laughs> axes who who uh, only uh, pur- purpose whose only purpose in life is to rescue kittens from trees and not any other thing else. 
Uh, and so you, that's one of the premises, not a great premise. Uh, and then so that could potentially be an opening for a scene. You, it's an, it's an ax <laughs> whose only lot in life is to chop down trees to save kittens. Uh, and you see that. You do that a few times within the opening to get those, again, around five ideas. And hopefully that all made sense. <laughs> you just get five ideas? You should get hopefully around five. If you if you do it at its most basic, you'll get three because each clover will get one, hopefully. Uh, but you hope you should hopefully around you get around two each loop, uh, so that you have three ideas for the scenes and then two for the group games. Uh, that's how my teacher. I'm taking a CB class, by the way. Uh, that's how you do it in the very formalized Herald, where the group games follow the opening, meaning. If it was litter and uh, someone liked um, the suggestion kit, uh, kitten from that, we could all play a bunch of kittens, and that's the group game. We're just all meowing around, and then we'll figure out what the game of that would be. Uh, so yeah, it, it's supposed to be around five ideas, so that each of those group games and scenes each are distinct. Uh, we'll wait for Steve to come back, but does anyone have any questions? Because I know that was very confusing. <laughs> no questions. Let me find, while Steve is away, something, <laughs> something that could possibly explain it in a more concise way, because I know I'm not explaining it the best possible. I think that debate was <laughs> more coherent than just <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay, so... This is a, according to Kevin Mullaney, improviser extraordinaire. Uh, here, I'll just read this whole thing, just so that we have it for future recordings. You could always come back to this. Get a suggestion of a word. This is the seat of the pattern. Another word that comes to mind. Consider this new word and then say another word that comes to mind. It should be associated to the last word said, not necessarily of the new words previously. Continue. This is the, the, the basic backbone of the pattern game. One word leads to the another, which leads to another. For instance, bottle, rocket, spaceship, captain, general, electric, spark, ignite, fire. Uh, so yeah, that is the most basic thing. You're basically just A to seeing words, uh, where, so that you keep giving new words that move you away from the initial suggestion. So if it's automatic, uh, robot, metal, um, can, uh, soda, uh, uh, liquor store, getting a bunch of soda at the liquor store, um, uh, a, a liquor store not selling alcohol, any alcohol, so they convert all of their stock to soda, um, and then so on and so forth. You, you get onto the premises where you start exploring not just the words, but some ideas. Oh, like, can I help, you know, with the premises? Okay. Yeah, it, if anyone, any, it'll, you'll see. Um, it, it's just anyone will say the next word, and if that sparks a premise in your brain of like, hey, we just said lime, coconut, Coca-Cola, of course I'm going to say you put the lime in the coconut and shake it all up. <laughs> just as an example. And then the yeah. premises would be 80 songs that involve uh, drinks. So if you like pina coladas, get mm -hmm. caught in the rain. 
So then you start doing that for a little bit, and then you come back to the word uh, by if the, if the last little premise was pina colada, you say um, drink, can, <laughs> which I'm repeating words, metal, uh, automatic. There you go. <laughs> that was one clover. It's a lot of work. It, we're not going to do it perfectly uh, the first time. That's fine. Uh, we're learning, and it's fun oh. to learn. So no worries. Steve. What? Are you back? Okay. You said you were a BRB, and then you beat without giving I know. us B. <laughs> Someone was at the door. So it's the, it's oh. the mind coming to take you away for being too subversive in this recording. Oh, no. No. It was the guy coming to fix our water heater. Oh, you, you had that hot water. <laughs> I, I don't know. Not, not today. Twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into Harold. Uh, I'm gonna pull up words. If you have questions, say them now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> not really. You can interrupt the show. It's it's not it doesn't matter. It's like a you know a little pause. It's fine. Uh, so uh, those are the words. If any, if any of those uh, inspire you to say a new word, say the first word and then whatever you can think of. Um, let me pull bring up a timer. <laughs> yeah, bring me to thunder is a great phrase. Uh, let's see. I'm going to put on the clock 30 minutes, which is in seconds. Does anyone have that off the top of their head? Uh, 1800. Yeah. All right. Ready? Here we go. Can candy. Sticky. A glue situation. Oh, go. <laughs> That's a better one. Um, paper mache. Origami. Paper crane. Um, the those uh like the the way you can make a wish and make a thousand you you make a thousand paper cranes for your wish to come true. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Damn it. <laughs> um, trying to think of something else besides the paper crane story where the little girl dies from Hiroshima, like, uh, nuclear. Oh. <laughs> Check out the book on. I don't know this. I don't know this. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, a, thousand, a thousand wishes sounds like too many, and by the end of it, you're just going to be contradicting yourself anyway. I wish for uh, uh, no more wishes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a, a genie being like really confused why somebody <laughs> would wish that, like, like they like what kind of darkness is in you that you can't trust yourself <laughs> with two more wishes. <laughs> Uh, what would happen if, uh, like, uh, how's that? If 
the posits were the first kind of papers, like the regular kind. If, if the what? what? The posit? Post oh, post-it. Uh, oh, post-its were the first kind of paper, like that was the first type of paper ever? Yeah, like the regular, <laughs> that's, that's the regular. Give me a non-post-it, you know, to, to pass around. The Bible. Uh, yeah, the Bible. The Bible was a bunch of. The Bible was a, was written on a Kanban board. At a <laughs> Post its are sticky candy. <laughs> uh, um, strangers with candy. Oh. <laughs> White van. Ugh. <laughs> Of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, moving services. Hmm. Two guys with a van. <laughs> <laughs> the new, the, the sequel yeah, yeah. to uh, Two Men and a Baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Two Men and a Baby moving service, or two. <laughs> Two babies and a man. It's a moving service. Uh, Strangers with candy sounds like a like a horror movie. <laughs> it must be. The horror, the the yeah the the the, the open the opening trailers to Strangers with Candy, the much. Um, the much anticipated A24 movie opens with a uh, trailer for the two men, two babies and a man <laughs> for 2021 blockbuster movie. The hero of the story is a child labor inspector. <laughs> Let me... Let me take a look at those child arms to inspect to see how much labor they've been doing. Why, these children have been working at the rat glue factory for 18 hours straight with no rest. This company is getting shut down. Can Oh, company? Candy store? Candy. Mm-hmm. Oh, like a like okay, Candy's a stripper name. <laughs> yeah, it um, is. You're um. <laughs> stripper like, name. Like in the old days, where uh, the kids were like workers in the factory. Like, how do you convince them to, to do a union or a syndicate? Candy. At the union <laughs> meetings. Yeah. <laughs> union meetings. Or the, free candy. Your union, the union dues. That's how you pay your union dues is with candy. <laughs> you know, a good currency, you know. It it becomes so widespread that uh, at the at the strip clubs, 
uh, all the all they're all getting tipped with um, candy. Um, the most the most popular being uh, Laffy Taffy. <laughs> strippers, are having, strippers are having a major problem with getting taffy stuck in their underwear. <laughs> well, they 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 got to change to edible underwear. <laughs> but, then, but then their underwear, their their worth of their underwear can sometimes supersede the amount of money they're making in even a single night. Mm-hmm. So they have to start a, a union to demand that their outfits are part of their or paid for that they don't have to pay for their own edible outfit have rubbed the magic stapler and released me from inside. And I, salary man, can grant you several wishes. It's kind of negotiable, actually. Negotiable? I mean, I am a businessman, so uh, mm-hmm. this is my Let's go for it. You're excited? You're excited about the proposition I'm hearing? You know how much I just shorted overseas, overseas markets today? I am going to kill it. You are in for your... Get your, ready, get your ass ready for a whooping. Well, well my ass is uh, basically a puff of, puff of smoke. Um, <laughs> so I'm not sure I can prepare it in that manner. <laughs> Well, so I usually I know the trope is I would get three wishes. So what's your angle? Why? How is this uh, different? What is your proposition? Well, um, sure, we can let's let's go with the standard three. Fine. <laughs> I, I did I? Oh fuck! I already fucked this up. You I? I you, just, you you just negotiated yeah. yourself down. That's for sure. What just happened there? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you straight, Genie. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I am, I'm not actually the the whiz kid of uh, Wall Street that everyone thinks I am. Oh. Well, my impression, based on the last twenty second conversation we've had. Say <laughs> otherwise, or. <laughs> Are you? Are, I'm asking. Are you insulting me, or are you giving me praise? Well, I'm saying I took you at face value when you said you shorted the OPC market. <laughs> See, this, this is what I'm talking about. I can't even negotiate myself worth with you. I, 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 I'm pegging myself lower than you see me. I um. Oh. I'm a nerd. Well, okay. I, it, I. Uh, yes. Let's dig into this. It sounds like there might be desires behind some of these shortcomings. No, no desires. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty transparent. I mean, should I just go back into the stapler if you don't desire anything? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, got, I've gotten used to fastening papers together. I mean, I could get right back to that. I mean, I don't want to open up another... Uh, can of worms is what I was going to say, but cheap model 
be more I happier. Don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know of any genies that live in cans of worms. Why today? Why, why did I rub this stapler? I've been here for 10 years, and uh, you've never, I've never seen you. Well, yes, that's, well, you know, the back of the supply closet is not necessarily always ventured into, but only those with courageous heart and an adventurous spirit will venture into the back of the supply closet. And that's the funny thing is that, you know, I said I shorted the markets. Today, Mm -hmm. I think, was my most cowardly day, but maybe Mm -hmm. it was my most courageous I, what I've been hinting at is that I'm a nerd who created a software that um, has been fluctuating, fucking with the stock market so much oh. that um, I've pretty much disrupted the entire world economy. But mm-hmm. um, I'm looking like a pretty average Wall Street banker. Oh. So, um, I don't know. Maybe today was finally the day I, I said, not anymore. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I'm not the nerd I thought I was. Hmm. Okay. So it still sounds like you're pretty uh, satisfied ultimately with how everything is going. Even the major events of your recent machinations crippling economies and you're just kind of trucking along, not needing anything whatsoever. Can I do this? Huh? I wish you were my best friend. Oh, well, Timothy, I would like to invite you into my stapler for maybe viewing a little Netflix later this evening. Hey, uh, uh, looks like, uh, we got everything on the truck here. Um, are we, uh, are, are, are you, uh, are you guys ready, uh, ready for the move? Yeah, boss, I'm ready for the move. Yeah, let's go uh, for the move. All right, let's, uh, you know, that Hey, yeah. boss, did you, did you get me some diapers? <laughs> well, you already got 10 diapers this morning. I, I'm not, we're not made of diapers over here. This is, you, 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 you've already hit your quota. Boss, I've already used up nine of my diapers. I'm a little worried. If I use up 10, what am I going to do? You have, you have both hands, you know. Take it yourself. You're a big man now. You're a big baby. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you need to straighten up, Johnson, because we this, this is going to be a big move. This we're going to be we're going to be going up to the hills. This is a big mansion. Full. We got. I, I think it's I think it's uh, Kim Kardashian's house. Uh, oh, boss! You know, the Kim Kardashian. She won't put up with having you know diaper contents on her stuff. So. I can't be having my diaper be leaking. Look, let, let, let's just get one thing straight here, okay? The fact that we have, that we're called, you know, 
baby movers, uh, you know, it's kind of a gimmick, you know, but <laughs> wait, what? If you said gimmick, that's yeah, we, 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 I mean, I, we're all wearing diapers, you know, and we're all, you know, sh- shirtless and we have the pacifiers and the, the little bibs and all that. It's all part of the uniform. I, I don't think any of us actually shit in our diapers, Josh. It's just a, it's wait, just wait, a wait, costume. Wait, I do shit in a diaper. I mean, I, I, I took what we, our company did literally. Like, I, a, I was a an, baby. Jeez, mm-hmm. you, you seemed a little overly enthusiastic during, the, d- during our uh, training mm-hmm. session, but I just thought you were getting into character. Johnson, look, the, the, these diapers are, are purely cosmetic they are not real diapers i mean i i'm not even sure how i haven't noticed up to this point but i mean what what do you what do you think bill what what is what, what? you're breaking I mean, character i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah boss you're you're breaking character i i, hey, I remember hey. during our training session when i went to suckle on your breast <laughs> you you were you were in character then <laughs> Hey, look, I mean, I, I, when we're in front of the clients, I play the part of the parent, you know, as, as good as anybody, but, you know, someone's got to, you know, lay down the hammer and get things done. You know, we're still a moving company after all. Yeah. We're a team moving company. Are you saying you're going to put us on a timeout boss? (laughs) On a timeout? Well, I mean, no, no, no. We're this is this is that's, you're, you're you're going about this all wrong. Okay, this is we're we're not we're not here to actually become a family. Okay, we're we are entertaining people as we move their stuff. Okay, and Kim Kardashian West. Uh, Soon to be just Kim Kardashian, I think. I don't know. I heard that's a rumor. Uh, you know, she's moving out of that house. And if she wants a bunch of grown men in diapers to move her stuff for her, you know, who are we to judge? You know, that's all we're providing. That's all, you know, that's all That's all. I am is. proud of our service, Okay. We bring joy and, you know, awkward faces, but, you know, that's a reaction, too. I don't know, okay, Boss yeah. Daddy. I don't know, Boss Daddy. I think you're going to make me cry. <laughs> that's good. I like it. Okay, that's here. Take, take your pacifiers, kids. Uh, we're gonna, this is going to be a long day. <laughs> oh, we're getting near. Okay, getting character. Stop crying. Yeah. All of you. Yeah, it's a big house. Jeez. Get a wow. little, just shoot a little, please. You. It's a big house, and I'm down to my last diaper. It is going to be a long day. <laughs> Don't make me Candy? mad. Candy, you say? Is that? <laughs> is that oh, wow. You guys must be the movers. I'm, uh, I'm dressed like a furry because I'm a plumber, and I'm just finishing my work up at the house today. So, yeah, I think uh, you'll find uh, there's some Roman centurions who are doing the painting. 
and there's a uh, there's Rosie from the Jetsons, and she's uh, she's watching the kid. So, yep, uh, yep. Well, uh, I, I see that if you blocked me in. Thank you. I'm just gonna pull out. That's my van, the furry plumber van. So, I'll do a hard I'll do a hard edit here. <laughs> Forward from that because it's awesome. So I just want in the negotiations to also we're like we need to include healthcare as well because to be honest, this edible underwear it's also giving me a rat, a really bad rash. Okay, there. I don't know okay, if you're supposed to eat edible underwear like it's licorice. I mean, this uh, kids' union, you know, uh, <laughs> you know. First of all, I'm glad I'm glad to be in the union with you. Second, I'm sorry to hear you're not feeling well. Third, please eat whatever you'd like. All I'm saying is we ask for dues of of of, Reese, of two Reese's Pieces cups and uh, some gummy bears every month, and uh, we quantify value by chemical content of sugars and, and whatnot. So the edible underwear, because there's just no nutrition there. That's why there's just so much of it for you to eat. We have all these boxes <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Right. I mean, I have, look, I, I mean, I'm trying to work with you here, you know, as part of the union. And I mean, I, I have been eating the edible underwear. It's all I can, all I have. And to be honest, this, what you're seeing here, it's also a, a, it's a rash around my mouth as well. <laughs> it's sad to know the, the lace in those things. That I think it's yeah. Well, you know, I'm um, I'm just I'm just glad you're here and out of that opium den because uh, you weren't happy there. And and you know, I'd love to see more varied diet, but that's just your friend speaking up. You know, um, instead of you know. I mean, edible underwear is saying, here's the thing that shouldn't be edible, but look at us. We made it edible. <laughs> and, and that's great. I support you 100%. Yeah. The, uh, you know, the, yeah. the, thing, the thing about the opium den is that they didn't have very good health care, but I mean, they definitely, um, you know, that union offered up a lot when it came to like, you know, um, you know, funeral services and post-life uh, like contingencies like that. So I'm just, I'm just you know, <laughs> I'm coming from a place where, you know, there might have been something, you know, might have been better down at the opium den. Well, no, for sure. I mean, you were so sallow and spacey, but, you know, um, post-life planning and thinking ahead is super important. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe we could implement some of those principles here without the opium or, or with, I guess I'm really just open to, to uh, yeah, better health care is I'm, I, I here, here. By the way, DJ Blaze, Amber is coming off the stage, so I think you need to announce announce that for everyone. <laughs> DJ Blaze! Okay, I don't know. Okay, yeah. Uh, got it, got Amber's it. coming up, everybody. Thanks for your attention. Yep, and, uh, yeah, and, you know. Uh, yeah. More wigs over here. <laughs> that was a great... That was a great interstitial thing there, DJ, please. Um, but yeah, I just what I am getting at here is just just so you know, us girls, we do have a lot of uh, 
you know, cardboard, uh, you know, coming from all those those liquor bottles that come in, and we can turn those into placar- placards any second, Blaze, okay? We can strike uh, any second. I, I already made a deal um, for placards with the... Uh, Oh, with the uh, with the tinfoil guy, oh, cardboard and tinfoil. They don't. Oh man. Hey. Uh, maybe wait you a can minute. figure it out. What? Uh, well, uh, okay. So, well, my thing right here, DJ Blaze, is that I know yeah. a lot of guys have like a kind of futuristic Barbarella sort of fetish, and you're hoarding tinfoil that I could be using to cover my privates with, and you're <laughs> that's a, a protest. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to cover your privates with it. No, I just wanted it for uh, for my wall decorations. Oh, edit, well, edit, it's, a, it's edit. a much more important matter than I thought. Here, here's a free tube, and uh, I'll have a guy drop off a shipment tomorrow. Edit, edit. <laughs> Here, uh... <laughs> have you been too cold with your current underwear? Well, we have. We have a surprise for you. Go to your kitchen, and you have some warm underwear in there right now, you silly Billy. That's right. Tin foil. Get all my clothes today. off right now to put on the undies. This this tip and many more other uh, helpful. Home home tips will be provided in in our in our new book, uh, <laughs> covering up your privates at home. Yeah. Do that. And to a testimonial. I don't even like underwear, but I like <laughs> My wife was about to divorce me until I started wearing bubble uh, pop the the bubble ta- not tape bubble like a uh, packing. Bubble. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I was about to be expelled from society, but then I started to wear underwear, and things really <laughs> turned around for me. Thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> Hi, I'm calling Hello. the customer service complaint line. I. Uh, yeah. I haven't been. Uh, I haven't changed my underwear in several um, in a long time, and the foil has turned some some strange hue, and uh, and um, has been has been crinkling my skin. But but that's not why I'm calling. I'm I'm yeah. calling because um, uh, yeah. I I think there's I think there's something got in the basement in the crawl space okay. and it's making noise, and I just don't know what to do about it. Okay. Well, thank you for calling. Um, I, if you could just um, please repeat that, because I do, I, the whole time you were talking, I had my, <laughs> I was crossing and uncrossing my legs, and the crinkling was so loud that I could not make anything you were saying. Oh, that's okay. It happens to me all the time. I, uh, uh, I started um, not changing my uh, aluminum pa- underpants as much because the crinkling was getting to me. So now there's just a sad kind of soft, you can tell the aluminum foil wants to give up. It's just being held together through uh, an assortment of, of chewed bubble gum and other things that uh, have adhesive quality that I've stuck to my nether area 
but the, uh, the crunch he, is, is kind of dissipated. Yeah, what? We hear her. We hear downstairs. <laughs> we hear shuffling and where where she was referring to. Father, father, I, <laughs> I'm still your child. I just refuse underwear. Accurate. It must be a badger. Or uh, I heard about pangolins, but I don't know what they are. But something's making noise down there. Father. Okay, well, <laughs> any nether, any nether creature, demonic entity, orc, crotch yeah. goblin that dropped from your crotch is your responsibility, and we uh, and it, it is marked clearly on the package that we. I see on the know. package now. Yes, I, I, you know, you know, below the number, you know, okay. but okay. Well, thank you, thank you for that. Edit. Edit, 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 edit. <laughs> Meanie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry we took the that two month break in our friendship. Mm. It was my fault. Yes, I should say so. I mean, it did give me an opportunity to get caught up on some of my favorite Netflix comedy specials. <laughs> Did you check out uh, Dave Chappelle? What do you think about that one? Oh, yeah. You know, I think he really speaks truth to power. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I miss. By the way, I have unlimited cosmic power also. <laughs> just throwing that out there, buddy. I just wish that we could just go back to the way things were yeah. Not even Whoa. when we, not oh. even when we met, but the way things were when we mm-hmm. were a part of, we were the, we, and I hope you have this power because this is going to ask mm-hmm. a lot. But uh, okay, well, it should fall under I, the category of unlimited. But okay, okay, this is all right. I want to. I wish we were back as the cosmic one unity being. Where you and I are the same, and everyone else throughout time and the cosmos is uh, just one. So can you uh, do that? So you're saying going back to the singularity of the Big Bang, wherein we're all mashed together like a bunch of undifferentiated potential? Yes. I'm going to clarify some of this before I do that. But okay. And then we see that indeed everything becomes an undifferentiated uh, singularity, wow. and then billions and billions of years pass within the blink of an eye, and evolution, and then the dinosaurs, and the, everything forms, and then we get mm-hmm. industrial industrialization forms, and then we get back. Uh, it becomes the 80s again, and we're back in the in the office building of the guy, and then he finds the the stapler again, and he rubs it. So, I mean, we had to wait a while, but back here we are. <laughs> I think this is, this is exactly what, you know, the Twilight Zone and all those things try to warn about. I, mm. When I made that wish, my mm. wish was to stay in that moment for, oh. for potentially forever, but for at least okay. a few minutes. But uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so a couple of no, I mean, we were instead forced to live this cruel existence all over again, uh, right. Groundhog Day style, and it was mm-hmm. pretty awful. So, okay. First of all, Twilight Zone is available on Netflix. Second of all, Groundhog Day, 
Ivan Reitman film, beautiful, also available on Netflix. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, if you want to come into my stapler sometime, best friend, um, you're definitely invited. Um, and then secondly, you know, I mean, it's kind of like you're saying you want to wish for something and then nothing changes after that. You know, you're kind of like, you're kind of like a character in an animated film and you're wishing to, instead of being a moving, happy character that moves around and stuff, you're wishing to be a single frame of the film that never changes and wow. entirely is frozen in time forever. Just to be clear, buddy. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. You said you could do anything. And I thought part right. of that meant interpreting what I meant within my wishes, but apparently yeah. you're not that type of genie. Hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. I like this kind of legalese we're getting into because in a lot of ways, a lot of ways, that is what genies like me are all about. Um, but um, I did say previously that, you know, you have to be really clear. You have to say these things before you make the wish, right? I mean, we, we, we're getting into this stuff now and we didn't really get into it earlier. <laughs> edit, edit. Um, all right, so uh, next up on the docket is... Uh, in this uh, uh, appeals court is uh, Genie of the Stapler versus Genie of the, it says here, Genie of the Single Paperclip. So please uh, both rise. So Genie of the Stapler um, <clears throat> says here that you're, uh, you know, uh, it seems like you're both placed in the same office. Is that true? Yeah, I'm. A, it's an office for an office supplies company. You know how um, you know how uh, Staple Staples is the company that sells office supplies in a box store, um, but they have yeah. business offices as, as well, of course. Um, that, suddenly, suddenly the the door of the courtroom smashes open. Um, it mid sentence as the genie is speaking, and uh, and in comes the uh, the baby, <laughs> but they're uh, but uh, per the last scene they're now inch movers I believe, uh, and um, two teenagers and in a man moving company. Hey, uh, sorry to interrupt here. Um, you know, our dad, uh, he said he, uh, we, we got to deliver some, uh, benches today here. Uh, is that right? Uh, okay. Order, any- order in the court. Yes. I think you might have the wrong courtroom. This is, this is the courtroom dealing with mystical beings and their, uh, alleged transgressions or not at work. And, uh, I think you're looking down the hall. For the um, I, oh, yeah. oh, I <laughs> for one just would like to point out that I haven't been using the bench because my backside is a puff of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time to argue here, sir, uh, Mr. Judge, uh, however you want to be uh, called here. I notice you don't have a guard here today, so <laughs> I'm just going to keep speaking as much as I want uh, without any repercussions. Listen, I got an order, an invoice, saying you need a this here today. And, you know, we went from babies to teenagers. And in that process, we uh, developed a, pack, a, a spine. So here we are delivering these benches. Uh, we'll see if my, my uh, partners uh, come in with that bench now. Uh, <laughs> this, this, is a, this is a heavy yeah. bench. Well, then by all means, 
put it down, put it down. We'll just uh, put it by the other things in the back of the, of the crowded courtroom. There is a uninflated uh, uh, bouncy house, bouncy castle, that's just kind of folded and placed very erratically. And there's an old barbecue. And just put the barbecue, put the bench over there. Sure. Yeah. Our, <laughs> I, I'm sorry to, uh, you know, I'm supposed to be managing here. I just want to, and uh, I'll let my um, my partner speak in a second. <laughs> but I just want to uh, ask because these are um, these look like uh, Kardashian uh, lawn toys. Is um, are these from the trial you just litigated, Judge? Uh, those those were here this morning, left over from uh, yesterday's watershed case. Uh, <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh. Where? Oh yeah. I, I, heard, I, I yeah. I heard about that one on the news. Yes. Uh, where it's uh, Kim Kardashian's uh, divorce. Uh, Kanye West. Uh, yeah, I heard about that one. Just, just earth shattering, earth shaking. Yes. We still haven't recovered. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're gonna be moving. We're gonna be moving her stuff later. So you know, this is. We know how much of a crust you have on her, uh, Billy, and uh, you're going to be touching her up. So, uh, hey, hey, Judge, maybe you can litigate uh, the course of uh, Billy here uh, winning over her heart. <laughs> well, I right. would love that. You, you know, I don't control which what, cases come before me. What are, you, uh, what are you doing, man? I mean, I know we're in character. I mean, what is, come on, come on. This is going too far. All right. I'm sorry. I, I, I mean, okay. I, I mean, I read all the notes. Okay. I read all the background notes of like, I'm supposed to be obsessed with Kim Kardashian for whatever reason. I, you know, I liked it better when we were babies. What is this whole teenager thing? Oh, who, who, who wants this? Like all this pimple makeup. Is, I, 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 I mean, liars over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not sure yet, uh, Jeannie. Um, can you stop eavesdropping? This is a private oh, conversation. Yeah. This is literally a courtroom that where I am being on trial. Yeah, everything is being. Uh, our stenographer is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I do see her typing away. Um, listen, Billy. Um, I didn't want to be the cocky teen. I didn't want to bully you into, you know. David's in the car cry, van crying right now. You know, he hasn't taken to this role at all. And I want to go back. Well, I, 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 go I, back. I, think, he, I think he has. I, I, I think, I, I mean, just like he really got into the baby thing, I think he's kind of going through an emo phase with the whole teenage mover thing. And Leave me alone. I, I think, oh. yeah, look, look, look at him. Look at him. I mean, he you you can't you, you're playing with our lives here, okay? We you know I just signed up to work at a movie company. I did I didn't sign up for all this. <laughs> Actually, I have your contract. It says. <laughs> <laughs> Should have read it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> Hey, um, okay, uh, DJ Blaze, I really appreciate that you and the other DJs uh, decided, um, you know, 
to get together and form a union, but some of these things <laughs> you are uh, demanding are a no-go. Well, uh, what do you mean a representative that we're negotiating with? What <laughs> from the um, people that pay DJs? Why? What's the problem? Look, DJ Blaze, it's me, Candy. I've been <laughs> stripping in front of you for years, okay? <laughs> oh, um, I see your you, clothes are on. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Candy. You're, yeah, you're demanding from uh, the strippers um, that we can't ever pick our songs? Well, um, just, just um, that, that, that's coming, uh, our bread and butter is choosing songs. So if there's, you know, yeah. we're so worried about being uh, excluded from the profit stream. So, you know, as long as we kind of, you know, what if we started stripping? You know, Candy, you are a professional. What if I started taking off my clothes, people started throwing more money, they were like, what do we need these fancy pretty um, ladies for? Here's a bearded, uh, obese, uh, uh, paralegic, uh, yeah. um, unkempt, uh, kind of ooze dripping out of them. Um, but mm-hmm. if I start taking off my clothes and you lost money, I mean, so so we're protect we're we're saying we're, we're we're protecting you. We're saying you can strip, and uh, you know if you want to strip to certain salt to music. You know, just 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 let people know. I I think if they're cool, they should. Yeah. I'm just saying that it's you know it, I think a lot of people are coming here and you know some people have hangups or whatever, but I can't I can't strip to Ave Maria. It is a it is a church choral song, and it just I, everyone listen, is not in the mood when they're hearing that. Candy, I we I've known yeah. each other for years. I want to tell you something. I think that's your problem. You just said you you can't strip to Ave Maria, and I'm saying, Candy, I've seen uh-huh. you can, girl, you can, you can make that uh-huh. happen. So okay, I like. I would never play that. But, huh? Yo yo yo. Oh yo DJ Icy Icy Fresh has something to say. Yo <laughs> DJ Icy I, Fresh says okay. you strippers ain't got no a, class. Okay. First of yeah. all, I've hung out with I've hung out with I've hung out with eni- enough DJs to know that uh, DJ IP Fresh is in fact you, and you are not his representative. Okay, so for, so I know Yo. I I'm aware of that. DJ IC Fresh refers to himself in the third person. <laughs> okay, get with it. Uh, okay, thanks for clarifying. I was I was trying to get with it. Sorry if I had to get yeah. with it out of the way. I think it's second there. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe so, uh, mm-hmm. DJ Icy Fresh thinks that maybe the strippers should stick to stripping and not mm. thinking about things. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, that ca- that came off as, like, kind of, okay, first of all, like, a little bit sexist, you know? <laughs> like, uh, that was rough. That was rough on me, okay? I mean, can you get with it? Can you get with feminism? I mean, can you get with that? Yay. <laughs> we uh, see at night that DJ Icy Fresh um, goes home and he uh, looks up in his local community college uh, a, a history of feminism and enrolls that very night. Uh, and we see a montage of him uh, scouring the, the material and uh, he, he comes back uh, the next day. 
Oh, we see. Wait, we see him going through his record collection, and we see a bunch of macho stuff, like like Twisted Sister, and I don't know, like ACDC. What's what's real macho? I don't know. Anyway, he picks out like Aretha Franklin and spins it for the first time. <laughs> and then he nods. He nods. He doesn't understand. And he comes back to the strip yeah. club. The nod essential. <laughs> anyway. Oh, oh, look, look who's here. It's DJ Icy Fresh. I'll hold on a moment and let him see because he looks like he just had an enlightenment. <laughs> Yo, DJ Icy Fresh has found the cold truth, yo. Huh? <laughs> <But> I'm listening. <laughs> there, there, there's more to there's more to there's more to gender relations than DJ Icy Fresh had ever considered. <laughs> and and uh, they, they they he starts a lecture a lecture that lasts the whole it goes through the night and it's that he's 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 up he's up on he's up on the stage of course of the strip club lecturing with like a chalkboard and like other gentlemen in the strip club are like nodding along as he's saying yeah, things he makes they're, like, they're throwing dollar bills they're like they're like pausing at the buffet line they're like they're just like stopping at the line just watching him <laughs> the, the, like the, the the chalkboard just has like the words like respect women across there <laughs> and just like and like they're, yeah they're they're like slipping bills into his under his belt like dollar bills under his belt just <laughs> woman equals person maybe <laughs> <laughs> like underlines woman maybe underlines person underlines women everyone raised an eyebrow underlines person and then they start to nod (laughs) (laughs) like like one one of the one of the patrons comes up to the board and like like draws uh, like like draws a like a like a naked like a stick figure woman with like big boobs and like he like and like DJIC Fresh just like shakes his head and like redraws it with like like a like a business suit or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like puts like a neck, like same boobs, or like puts draws a necktie. <laughs> like a right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all nod. Yeah. Like, so DJIC Fresh says, "Y'all." <laughs> Better understand your fellow woman. Drop the mic. And we cut. We cut. So, and that's and that's the truth that I wanted to convey to you that the this is 1980s power moves and office shenanigans <laughs> are on the way out. Um and and and. Uh, that's what that this Netflix special is saying, good friend. <laughs> I see Fresh live such a, a wild life, and uh, you know, like I'm, I'm glad we're friends again, Gene, because uh, you know I don't have a lot of people to talk about this kind of stuff with. Uh, and um, yeah, just DJ I see Fresh, like he, 
he gave me the courage to say, I'm not just a nerd. I'm, I, you know, I, women can be in Wall Street too. And therefore, you know, it's, it's an open, it's a whole new world. And I don't have to be a cutthroat alpha male man to survive. I could just be myself. Well, at, at, at that, that, at that, uh, oh, go ahead, Steve. Sorry. Oh, that is the kind of revelation you needed to have in order to be free. And then yeah. like, oh, I, I disappeared. At that moment, at that moment, uh, Kim Kardashian calls her stockbroker, who is. Derek's character, and she's played by David. <laughs> if he's still here, if he's still here, I don't. Yes, hello. Because hello. her st- her her stocks have not been doing so well, while D- Derek's been finding himself. <laughs> no, Miss Kardashian. I rely entirely on my stockbroker. I don't have even a brand since you know. I have to quit in the, you know, using jelly on my pants. Yeah, I did relinquish your um, power of attorney w- with your name and all of your likeness. Um, and I've been, I, I know you haven't been in charge of your brand for a while now. I kind of let it go. Um, I kind of was investing a lot behind it and it was influencing the markets overseas, but um I kind of fell in love with this genie, and so, what? Um, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, did you know that you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to rely on your, uh, you know, oppression to, uh, to, to, to just um, sit by? You can, you can be your own person, Miss Kardashian. Hmm. I, I'm a woman. Yes, I, I am a person. Hmm. <laughs> You don't have to cry. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I just, I'm just trying to say, you know, according to DJ Icy Fresh, you know, you, you don't need Kanye. You don't need. If you want to move, if you want to move, you don't need any babies to help you. You can do everything on your own. But I like the babies. I like the emo one. Oh my god. What I have done. You have the emo one? <laughs> it was a face of him. <laughs> I can, it lasted ten minutes. I can see, I can't I can see your I, uh-huh. I can see that you're I can see that you're still on the phone. Okay, um, but I have to go discharge some smoke um, into the toilet. Um, so I'm gonna just. I, I'm just gonna leave. But I do want to point out the next exciting episode does have to deal with, um, you know, recognizing that women can be fierce and independent, but also do things like have have a desire to have children is also perfectly acceptable because they are in charge of their own lives, no. and now I have to. Charge some smoke. That could be no, Jeannie, Hold on. Okay. I have one final, one final wish. I am. I am pinching down here, and you know, I. Uh, <laughs> um, I. I, I, like I, I know. 
I'm saying I'm sorry, Ms. Kardashian. I'm sorry I'm going to do this. I wish... I wish this scene were over. Oh, well, I am just waiting for the noise, so... Very strong, Harold. Um, thank you for joining us, uh, everyone. Bay, um, very fun baby um, words. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry we didn't bring more of the cypher pooping into the other scene. Um, I think that was a fun game we should have brought in. But uh, yeah, it was. Um, I am glad I went. A lot of times I debate whether to just stick to. We're only going to do 30 minutes, but I, I think as we practice more, we'll shave the time down. But I think we needed all that time to find all the fun in those games because they were a lot of fun. So. Yeah. Uh, you, I can say some kudos from what I remember. <laughs> I'm always bad at this. Eric's way better. And um, Chris. Uh, before I do that, yeah. I've been itching to share this. There, this is a local moving company in my neighborhood that always makes me chuckle. Uh, because it must be the person's surname, but it's just called Child no. Moving. <laughs> it's <laughs> real? Yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I always think like they're using children to move. It's <laughs> <laughs> like young, uh, but real. <laughs> they had three and a half stars on Yelp, so, uh, you know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> One star. They don't just give anybody three and a half stars. Yeah. <laughs> Let me, um, let me read a top a uh, uh, negative review. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think it I think it validates the theory. I set up a meeting for nine AM this morning. They didn't show an office was closed. Straight to Ooh. voicemail. <laughs> Never use these amateurs. It's because they're kids. They don't have phones. They're not allowed phones. Oh, come on. <laughs> They have that pl- that play school phone. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I would love to see like a response from the business owner, and it was like it was nap time. <laughs> it's like they like drop the furniture, like they like drop the furniture, like oops, I made an oopsie. Yeah. Sorry. We had a bunch of today. The guy, a foreman, like with a gruff voice, but using baby language. <laughs> <laughs> so I made an oopsie. Yeah, yeah. I made an oopsie, <laughs> oopsie, oopsie, <laughs> oopsie, doopsie. I made it a whoopsie. Uh, <laughs> uh, overall, yeah, I'd say um, good uh, character with a genie, Steve. Oh, yeah. uh, very. Um, yeah, that- you know, like repeatedly bringing up that your backside was made of smoke was uh, yeah. 
great trying to get at my desires when my character had almost none. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like, uh, Steve, I loved, um, I, I just really loved the underlining joke of respect women and then the underlined respect. And then you shut your eyes like, huh? Oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Good job, Max, on on uh, uh-huh. playing that character and uh, just uh, being yeah. the, the most woke uh, uh, pro DJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it reminds me of. Um, uh, not uh, Borat, but the character Ali D. <laughs> That's what I was picturing in my head. Yeah. <laughs> hey, respect. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, Ali G. Yeah. Uh, th- I, I, I think you already mentioned this, uh, Derek, but yeah, definitely Bay and uh, Abid as the two the two moving guys that are like really mm-hmm. into being the baby characters, and like David, David was just like, or I was just like. What do you think? And he's just like, I don't like that you're not in character anymore. I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> like, yeah, oh. yeah, was, yeah, fair. <laughs> uh, kudos to Ruth uh, for that very level-headed judge. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Keeping her cool. There was a mockery oh. in their court. And oh. also that description of, of like just the stuff in the back of the courtroom, just, just yeah. like random <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I, I love that. That I was able to say, like, bring it back to the Kardashian. <laughs> the bouncy <laughs> castle. <laughs> Is Basil in here? Oh, I think he left. I think he left. Oh. I remember that, you know, I, I got to cry this kind of thing. Bro. Yeah, have you, have you had it? I got lost. I got lost. Have you done Gerald uh, courses? Because I know it's common, like, level three or four, but have you gotten mm. to do any outside or within the curriculum? Confusing question. What? No, we don't. I don't. Uh, you've ever done a herald before? Yeah. I have never seen one. You've never seen or watched one? Oh. Oh. Are you breaking yeah. up a little? Yeah. Uh, That's a little confused. <laughs> hmm. Oh, oh, crap. Uh, hello? Hello? Better, actually. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Hello? Hello? I can hear you now. Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Yep, 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 yep. Okay, uh, <laughs> okay I, I, I'm back. So, yeah, I have never done one. Well. Yeah, it's, uh, it's hard. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's totally, guess, totally understandable Understandable that you would get lost. I mean, the first yeah. time I did what I was like, what is going on? But, like, I don't know. You just kind of go along with, like, what's happening, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My first time I have ever done improv, I was like really lost too. So yeah, I guess yeah, exactly. I'll get there. Uh, yeah, it's the same process. You'll it's a structure. Improv is a structure. You know who, what, where, when. Uh, 
uh, base reality, uh, first unusual thing. You know, these are things that you don't learn like immediately, but you you start you know really understanding how those play out in in in, in successful scenes, not even good scenes, but successful. Uh, so you'll see that once you do a lot of heralds or watch a lot of heralds, even will start seeing like, oh, well, now is the time for the group game, but they did a second beat. And hey, you know what? It's okay. <laughs> like, I see why they did that, because it was like a simple mistake. Someone was very enthusiastic to start a, a different uh, beat or whatever. You know, like, it happens all the time where the structure is still broken a lot of times, not even on purpose, but uh, just by accident, by professionals. Just because it's a lot to remember, like especially I forgot the opening uh, theme. Like I forgot the the premises, so <laughs> that's, I was struggling. Uh, uh-huh. I, I got a question. Like uh, we were doing like this group games. Like uh, yeah. I I really got lost. Fuck there. Uh, like it's confused, especially on an audio only format. Uh, yes, a group game is a chaotic mess where it's based on disorder <laughs> with adding order to disorder. So yeah, um, it's just um, kind of a random sometimes, sometimes more structured uh, clusterfuck. <laughs> where it's anything like anything and we just... We could have meowed for three minutes oh. straight and uh, the game could have been someone meows a little longer and in uh, more aggressively than the other cast and that means <laughs> Uh, they're more uh, courageous in the office. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, the, like, David, think, think of it this way: the uh, the scenes are like Truffaut, and the group games are like. <laughs> <the art. laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. It was pretty like, funny. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking this is pretty French New yeah. Wave, you know. Yeah. Breaking the norm. Exactly. I think this, the scenes are definitely scenes. <laughs> like, right? And I think, yeah, the group game can be a scene or not. But if it's a, if it's a scene, then it should be the type of scene that incorporates every single person, every player should be in the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, like, I, I mean, I, I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. It melts my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, told you. I'll put it at the beginning. Like, I think, well, you, usually, usually, at least in the ones I've been doing, I, you know, with you guys is like the, the group games tend to have references to all the scenes, like, like sometimes indirect references. Uh, I don't know if that's like a formal thing of the game, but like, uh, I think it, it helps kind of tie things together a little bit. I, uh, I, I think in, in this group game, we had more references to, I think, to just like one of the scenes, uh, which is, I think, I guess is also fine. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, I find the group game is a, is a good opportunity to sort of like think about all the scenes or like re- recapitulate some of the things, I guess. Uh, I like the... Like I think it can be one because I kind of thought the the group like our third group game was the whole like 
DJ I see fresh learning about feminism exactly. and kind of going on his journey. Like that was yeah. the third mm-hmm. thing. Exactly. At that point, uh. we were narrating, and anyone, like I mean, you know, hopefully anyone could have jumped in and started narrating part of that. And so that's mm-hmm. what I thought was the third group game. That's why, yeah, that's why uh, I typed that in. I was like, yeah, no, this is definitely a group game now because we are all just telling the, the showing rather than. No, I'm saying that backwards. Telling rather than showing. Mesh wasn't acting it out, which would have been just been a scene, which would have been a continuation of that third scene. Instead, we like took it somewhere else. <laughs> we had fun hmm. playing with this concept of what if this DJ hmm. learned and then taught a room full of sad men about <laughs> feminism. <laughs> like, like I, I'm going to remember that. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I actually when I was when we were doing that I didn't even really think of that as being a group game but you're right it it totally was so yeah that makes sense <laughs> so yeah in that way a group game could really be a lot of things I as I mentioned at the beginning my teachers have been uh, per the book the UCB manual which is not gospel uh, they say the opening should um, provide the details for the group game. But we had way more fun just going directly from the last scene, just like transitioning into a group game. But again, yeah. I've seen it where it's way more abstract. Like someone ends the scene with like a car horn, like a beep beep, and everyone starts beeping their horns. And it's like, that's, you know, it's not even continuing like a scene really. It's just starting a random yeah. abstract sound and move, uh, movement game. Yeah. It's a lot. But you all did great. It was a lot of fun. Awesome, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, I didn't have time today because we had a lot to talk about at the beginning. <laughs> For future episodes, if anyone has any uh, show title suggestions, for now, it'll still go unnamed. But I really want to start um, branding. And um, it'll, of course, be, like, quote, uh, Quote and then ellipses and ooze bear podcast. Um, brought to you by Eric. It'll all brought be you, in the title. Can it be presented? <laughs> I, I really like presented, yeah, presented by Eric or something like that in the title of it. <laughs> Even if you did it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Give him credit right at the top. Yeah. <laughs> just be one long thing. No name. Present just from- <laughs> Hi, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I'll, 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 um, I'll do a poll maybe in the Discord. Yeah, Alfred Hitchcock presents. That's, that was this. <laughs> let, uh, let me write these down. Eric presents. <laughs> Uh, Br- brought to you by Canopy. And the Criterion Collection. I've never heard of it. Canopy is like a screen. It might not oh, be yeah, available yeah. outside of the U.S. Actually, yeah, it's an it, it's a it's a it's a streaming service that is. Uh, is tied to library membership in the U.S. I don't know about other countries. 
canopy. Mm. Yeah. So it's like a, a library for movies. So screaming. Well, you know, it's like it's like if you are a member of the of of a public library, um, like if you, you know, like I mean, I, I guess they they have that in Peru, right? Like you have like a library card and you go to the library, or or at your university you have a library maybe. Oh. Um, yeah, it's uh, like, like movie. Yeah, yeah, like it, like if you're a member of a of an existing library, that library might have a partnership with Canopy that their members can see movies on on there, basically. Mm, I'll stick to Pirate Bay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the library. That's what seems to be liking. Uh, so much easier. Ah, yeah. Oh, do you have a public library? Is it free? Yeah, it's yeah. free. That's oh, free if you have a. If, uh, okay, if you have so. Ah, uh, uh, so um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, is it free? Okay, I mean. Yeah, go to Do you have a library card? I don't. I don't live there. Yeah. Or any library well, I mean, card. Well, I mean, maybe you should ask your university if they, they... I mean, I don't know if it's outside the U.S. at all, but if it is, maybe your university has uh, some um, kind of... Because it's like... Because I know some... Yes, some universities have... Uh, yeah. they, you know, the their fingers. library system also. Or you can you can request it. Maybe you can maybe you can write a letter and say, "Hey, you, you, you guys offer this to your students." No. Okay, it seems like to be in English uh, university university of. You can uh, find libraries in the U.S. that offer their cards to not just people within their counties or whatever jurisdiction. Oh. Offer oh. like an e-version. That's cool too. Yeah. Check out your local library, folks. Um, I love them. Yeah, they're my favorite. Uh, I'm trying to pull up. Can I ask? You're in Peru. Do they what? What PlayStation do they have in Peru? <laughs> what PlayStation do we have? Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw like I went to buy the the new headphones, and I saw like they were selling PS5 games. I think. Oh, okay, good. Because I've heard sometimes in South America they're like a generation or two behind for game consoles. I'm not talking about anything else, but just and uh, that's cool. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm not sure though. I, I don't remember too much. Uh, let me see if they are selling replay PS5. Uh, yeah, that usually is the the print. We are we don't have uh, the current console like right away. Uh, Right now, uh, it, mm, it's yeah. almost impossible anywhere in any country to get yeah. them. I, I barely got one, and <laughs> oh, it's nice. insane. Yeah, it's insane. Like it's like, it's a problem, folks. <laughs> right to your Congress in any country. Tell them you want a PS5 now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if your Congress can manage to stay in session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or they are selling the, uh, they are selling the what's called the 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 game. Uh, they are selling the games, but I don't see the the console. They are saying the the controls. Yep. How's it called? The joystick. Mm-hmm. Controller. Yeah. The controllers. Yeah, but I don't see their uh, the the PS5. <laughs> yeah. Anything no, but. It's the same if you go but, to local 
it or anything. They they supposedly yeah. sell it, but they're not there. <laughs> Like I, I've heard electronics in general cost a lot more in South America. Like, like, like if mm. you did buy a console, like it's like fifty percent. No even kidding. In, more. Uh, even in, Dang. Like even in mm. uh, Europe and Spain, it's just like more expensive. In beyond taxes and beyond in like the exchange rate, they just price them higher. I think. Because there's less stock usually. That, that I don't know. Oh. I think there's more tariffs is the the reason I'm I'm pulling out of my ass. <laughs> but mm. I think that is part of it is that there's just more costs associated with selling stuff in those countries. We have a lot of knockoffs in in South America here. Yeah. Well, if you could find a knockoff <laughs> PS that actually does what a PS5 does, <laughs> I, I guess not that kind of knockoffs, but like. Like Criterion movies, like they, I, I could get a, uh, a copy of that disc for uh two dollars. It's insane. Damn, Criterion. Yeah, a copy of like <laughs> all the features. It is crazy. Like, yeah, it's, it's a matter of luck. I could get like only the movie or the movie and all the features. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my, my collection. Like be- better quality pirating. <laughs> Are you? Uh, when you say you go to the Pirate Bay, David, are you ta- you're talking about the internet, right? You're not talking about an actual <laughs> bay through <laughs> oh. Pirate's well, Cove. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, in Callao, there's a lot of pirates. That used to be the legend. Oh, uh, mm. yeah. oh the legend. Yeah, that's, legend. That's a bay. That's a bay. Uh, here. There, there, there were pirates. It, it was not a legend. There were a lot of pirates. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah I, I was talking about the website, uh, but you know, yeah. uh, kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I am like uh, next uh, next week. I am going to to a, some to a French place. Like uh, like I am getting out finally. A French uh, place to, to see a movie. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, you're going out. Oh, okay, yeah. It's a date. Don't know. Ah, nice. Oh. Uh-huh. And oh, we're seeing a comedy. Oh yeah. Shit. Yeah. Ah. Get the mood. Do you guys know it's like a, a Godard comedy, so it's fuck up. So yeah, it was her suggestion. So yeah, I, I am interested and nervous. What is it? <laughs> like oh my god, it is a, a smile yeah. of a summer night. Huh? What is it? Smile. Summer night. Uh, uh, like the Bergman movie. Oh, Amar oh, Bergman. I don't know. That's cool. Nice. Yeah, you yeah. love canopy. They have canopy. A smile. Oh, uh, yeah. Smiles of a summer night. Hmm. This is one I haven't My seen. God. Yeah, I, I got a question. Have you, like, are you guys, like, been dating in this quarantine? <laughs> I stopped dating a while ago. Um, <laughs> Pre quarantine. <laughs> oh, you're mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some. yeah, I would say yes. I, yeah. I live with my girlfriend. I live with my girlfriend, but yeah. Oh, it's, it's nice. So, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is a cinephile too, so yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 There you go, David. Oh, 
Oh man, I, can I just share one one thing, please? If yeah. it's you know not improv related, but for cinephiles out there, I, there's the, the movie The Shining from 1980. Tons of theories on it. I've been watching a ton of them the past year, but um, theory came out that really kind of blew the lid off of it. So I'll I'll say the theory name, but spoiler alert before I say it. So if you don't want to hear the theory name, then you don't care about the show or whatever. But I really recommend <laughs> it. But the theory for The Shining is called the Wendy theory. So if you oh, YouTube yeah, that, yeah, yeah, it's really. But I uh, yeah, big big Kubrick fan. But, but yeah, interesting, you know. So but yeah, hmm. yeah. What? Uh, I, I, I have to go. I have to, to log out. This is Reddit. Wendy as the caretaker on Reddit. What? Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, that might be something cool too. I don't know that. Yeah, yeah. Nice check that out. Mm. She's like Fight <laughs> Club. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's yeah, I gotta go to. Yeah, let's just sign off. Um, thank you for joining, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Check out your local library. Check out the Criterion Collection. Um, yeah. Go on dates. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, have fun, everyone. And hopefully, democracy and <laughs> all of us survive <laughs> through the next week. All right. <laughs> bye.